Hello and welcome to War Wrestling Alliance Radio. Today on this podcast, we will be discussing what's still going on with Vince McMahon, the Forbidden Door, yet again, injuries galore, Ray Ripley, apparently out now, and also such a big change in the women's division within WWE. Guys, I mean, we still have the topics for today. Ray, I actually want you to take hold of that, that first thing that you brought up. And then we'll bring in the other topics as we go along. Ray, your your topic that you wanted to discuss. Are you stay setting me up to be the first one? Hold on now. Hold wait, on. wait, 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 wait. Do we got any fuckums? Can we get our fuckums out the way? Give her a chance to get oh. her, you know, get her light. You didn't even introduce. Pause. You didn't do uh, anything, bro. Oh, I do. The, I do a small. I do. I do um, a small uh, intro, and then like what we're gonna discuss, and then I pause it really quick, and so that way. I usually try to jump in when we're all talking about something hilarious and he was just going off about this fucking... He like just, all you hear is, oh, man, all these fucking tricks. And I'm like, again. Hey, it's Riv. We got a full co- podcast today. Five loaded. Hey, yo. Um- my man Smooth's about to say we got a full cock. You wild on your retos. Wow, bro. bro hey, I, gotta, yo. I, I gotta go. I gotta go. Y'all have a good night. I didn't even stay. Oh man. Yo. So so Rim, you know, you know, you haven't been on here for a while. So I want you to have some fuckums ready. Cause it's the fuck'em segment moment. I know you probably got some in you to be like, yo, fuck them and fuck this and then fuck whatever's going to happen now. So do you have anything to say? All right, so let's start off with saying fuck WWE as a label, a crew, a whole staff. If you're trying to be down with WWE, fuck you too. You out here buying booty, fuck you too. You got a $3 million lawsuit about you because you out here paying for ass to have no class, fuck you too. You know what I mean? Like, how you fire everybody in the last year talk about budget cuts? You out here budget cutting because you budgeting for what? Nah, we can't do that in these streets. Fuck them. Fuck them all. That shit, man, that was fake from the beginning, bro. I've been to that. Hey, yo. Thing, bro. Hey, yo, shout out. Hey, shout out to the sex workers, yo. You know, we, <laughs> we, we love you. You need it out there in the world. But in, in this, like, in this specific situation, and then for y'all, allegedly it was Rosa Mendez that day. I'm like, what the fuck? That <laughs> all people, Rosa Mendez. Wait, like, no, I thought it was a, I thought it was a black woman that he. Oh paid. shit! Wait, she got the bread, yo. If it's a black woman, yo, let's go. I'm with the shit. If it's Rosa Mendez, yeah. what the fuck, bro? No, it, he paid off a black woman. Hey. That's what ended up happening. Hey, I'm biased, yo. Get your reparations, baby. <laughs> He, you know he only lasted about two one one pump, bro. Ain't it? Hmm. One you know pump? Vince said, oh, man, this is good shit. <laughs> no pun intended. Yo. Hey, yo. This is such good shit. Well, he, he don't last that long, bro. He's a genetic Stick jackhammer. In. What are you talking about? Bro, he's sticking yeah, he, in. And he, he's he jacked out, in. Two strokes, he was over. By the time he gets the two and he can't even say it's such good shit. It's already done. Right. right. So now we know the real reason why he wore a do-rag. Okay. 
So my whole thing was John John Lord Knight is being a cuck in the background watching. I don't well, know. You know so, all right, so, so, so I saw that Rob said John was part of this, and I'm like, yo, what the fuck, John do? <laughs> yo, imagine John Cena got caught up in some shit. Like, like, we can't see John, so we don't know if he was there. <laughs> Oh, it was John Lord Titus. No, nah, we know, we know, we know. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, Bruce Pritchard is uh, taking over now. So taking over John Laurinaitis' spot, Stephanie's taking over that spot, and 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 so Con- Stephanie back. Mm-hmm. And Triple H is back, apparently too. So that was just a weird takeover against the takeover, I guess. You're trying to save the family business. That's all. I was about to say, yo, one fan was just dead ass. It's like, yo, we finna set this old man up. We got, we got cameras in the back. <laughs> we got you. We got you in 4K, Vince, in 4K. Yo, real talk, though, yo. Like, I know I was talking trash earlier, but, yo, for real, for real, one time for Rosa Mendez, bro, like, if it really was her, I'm bringing back. If you know what, she's a new millionaire. If it was her, you know what I mean. She she milked the game. You know what I mean. She knew she was eye candy. She took right. that three mil. What about her business? And never told like a real G. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know who snitched, y'all. The yeah. person who snitched, they get their payment. That's who snitched. Yeah, right. That's the way. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and, and they do the shade the other way on some. Oh yeah, Rich be out here paying for all that ass. Ask Rosa. <laughs> Are you talking about hey yo? Hey yo, well, I don't know. Somebody, yeah, we all know who it is. To to... Y'all know what Shane, bro. He's like, oh, you gonna bother me? You gonna fire me, father? Well, I got your ass. You know he said it. Fuck you, daddy. Fuck you, daddy. I remember, but I was just trying. Trying to bring up the fact now you're reporting this shit up in April, talking about the shit, bruh. Well, Vince was smashing on Naya. He couldn't fit in them big cheeks. He ain't got enough equipment. Oh, wow. My man. This conversation is spicy. <laughs> you know what? You know what? It might be Shane, because what, what did Vince do for everybody's birthday? He'd be like, Triple H, one of the greatest that's ever been. Stephanie McMahon, a revolution for women. Happy birthday, Shane. Like, bro, like you bitch. Oh, shit, Shane, it's your birthday? Oh, fuck, I oh. didn't know this. Yo, yeah, he did it bad late, too. I was like, bro. That's your Yo, old son. Man. You know what's so crazy? I watch a lot of wrestling. I don't think I've never seen a Shane McMahon birthday shout-out. Nope. It was on Twitter, but he, like, it was a whole thing for Vince McMahon. He, he used all 150 characters for Shane McMahon. Happy birthday, Shane. So it was like, damn. <laughs> like, you, you in a doghouse <laughs> for real right now. By your own dad. Shame. Yo, I got I got a quick fuck up by the way, man. Um I just genuinely want to say from the bottom of my heart, and this has nothing to do with wrestling, but like, fam, if you don't know your own address or know how to like <laughs> put your own address in, like yo, please don't. Like, just please. <laughs> Don't order food, dog. Because right now I'm trying to find Not somebody's address, food, and they didn't put their full address. Like they really just added that shit in notes or something. Like, yo, you don't know how to put your own address. <laughs> like, like, how do you? 
How did he place an order? You supposed to put bro, an address. I mean, the in the ending address is dead ass in the middle of the road, bro. But I gotta find the house number now, and I don't <sighs> see. This is why you said this. This is my thirteenth reason why, right here, bro. This is it. I gotta figure <laughs> this out. Uh... All right. So, uh. Ray, did you have a fuck em or, or extra fuck em? Of course I do. Okay. Whoever thought it was a good idea to put Carmella oh, no. against Bianca? What are you smoking? Because you dumb as shit. They smoking that Graves pack. And the idea that she won, you don't have other women that you could have used. How You could even use a bitch from NXT? You use Carmella? You didn't at least use Zelina. Zelina, what the fuck her name is? Because got all these short bitches in the fucking ring. What is Carmella gonna do? Go kiss on Corey Graves? And then you got Corey Graves. Yeah, he couldn't be in the background. The hottest woman. Shut up, Mrs. Saxton. She's hot. Like, are you are you jerking off under the table, girl? Calm down. Like, stop, bro. We get it. It's not whoever thought like stop it. Like y'all literally do not know what the fuck y'all doing with the women's division at this point. It's Clearly, fucking old. All right. Like honestly, it, it's you're, you're pathetic. Like whoever you need to be fired. You do. Possibly. I mean, it's all right. So what is going on with that division? Did they basically all catch COVID again? And this is why they're not going to make. What you mean? This is. I mean, this, no there's nobody left. Money in the bank. There's but nobody not left. making money in the bank either. So how do, how do you even have a match if, if our own champ is not making money in the bank? I mean, she she's getting money because she's in like the different like. She's no, doing I'm saying I'm saying how 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 do, how do you even promoting um this girl Corey Grace's wife to be in a match and they're not even going to make some money in the bank because they're they're medically not cleared. Carmella's well, not clear. You mean Rhea no, Ripley? But, oh, Rhea Ripley. Ripley. Oh, oh, Rhea, oh, I'm, I'm saying Rhea and Bianca is not clear, so it's not going to be a money in a bank match between um, Carmella and and Homegirl because she was just there. For, I think she was just she's. I think they're making this like a bigger match for like all the women, and I'm I'm not for one of those matches um, anymore because it's just fucking stupid. It's just when you have like all those women, they just kind of just like, oh, I don't know what to do. I I don't fucking care. But like, they don't know what the fuck to do. They're twirling their fucking thumbs right now. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, with well, with Ray Ripley, that was very unfortunate. And I, if you saw the match that she had with Liv Morgan, I mean, with all of them, she did a. I think she had Liv Morgan, and then she got DDT. Her knee buckled off the rope and hit her right in the teeth, and then it like Ooh. you know that can cause she a probably quick has concussion. concussion. Yeah, she probably has a concussion. Like I've been saying, bro, you can't be having these tall bitches wrestle these short ones. It don't fucking work, bro. The height difference is too fucking much. I said this before. And time and time again, if you if there's a larger than a two inch height difference, they should not be fucking wrestling. There's more than like a forty pound weight difference, they should not be wrestling together because the bigger person will always have to overcompensate. 
every single time and I will stand by that I will I will die on that hill by my fucking self I think another issue well not issue but with the men the men train to be bulky so like you could still have like a you know a 200 pound man you know wrestle someone who's like 300 400 because like they still like train to be able to carry that weight the women do not train to push that weight like that. There's only quite a few. Uh, Rhea, uh, Bianca, Charlotte, most likely, I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, out of there, they're, they don't, they really train to be pretty. They don't train to put that muscle on. And I think that's really the biggest difference between the men's division and the women's division is like the men's division has those muscles where they can, you know, lift people. The women's division, they're just supposed to be pretty and thin. Right. Um, there's also like a weird differentiate, like weird different weird different thing with the women's and men's. There's like a, a wrestling style that a lot a lot of the women just seem to have a similar style. Like you'll have some powerhouses, one or two. Some of them are just in there just mixing up move maneuvers and then half the time messing up unfortunately and it, that's, it, that's a lack of training right there and you know you don't see a woman submission specialist you know what i mean or a woman mm-hmm. high flyer you know, or uh, any of that uh, stuff okay. <clears throat> uh, super, well yeah like but that, it's usually like one, it's like usually one or two it's like uh, 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 I, I, but that's three I gave you, though. Like, 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 it's like, like, feel what you feel about Charlotte? Charlotte's technical. Sasha was a submission, was a submission person as well. Okay. So was Becky. Uh, they got Oscar. So there's a few that, that is there, but you're right. You don't see, like, like, sure. I, you won't get, like, a Danny Bryan mm. or a Dean Malenko. Right. We're not, like, a specific type, like, they're, that's their, that's their way, and that's how they attack. Or a striker, like a woman that's simply just striking, but that usually comes from the smaller, smaller woman to the much larger woman. That's that's all they know how to do, and it's it's also a lack of training. <clears throat> um, clutch or rim? Do you guys have anything else to say about that with the women's division? What's going on with it, bro? I didn't get my fucking out the way. Y'all just went left with the whole shit. Yeah, I- with the fucking. We can have more fuckums. I'm going to just make this one quick. There's actually two fuckums I got to get out the way. Um, One, uh, fuck Vincent Kennedy McMahon. I don't know. Only this man man would be able to come on two times on TV than he's done for the past whole year after a whole controversy. After a whole fucking controversy just to get some cheap shit. The only person I fucking know. That'll make no damn sense. It don't say nothing. Granted, he ain't supposed to, but don't say nothing. And then try to rope everybody into their bullshit, saying then, now, forever, and now together. Oh, no, 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 motherfucker. <laughs> you on your own. You got caught up in this bullshit. You gonna sit there and ride that shit up by yourself. Don't try to rope the dope us all into your shit. And all the motherfuckers out chairing and clapping for him, fuck y'all too, because y'all know what this man did with some bullshit. Y'all know, but y'all don't want to hold it. Yo, also, uh-uh. yeah, my bad. Uh-uh. Also, my bad. I don't mean to cut you off, but I just want to add to that too, yo. Like, I'm a little upset that like 
when it came to the black women, we had a whole, they was unprofessional. Niggas had a whole TED talk on that shit. Nobody kept that same energy. My man out here firing motherfuckers and then using the payoff money. Like, come on, bro. So he wasn't he wasn't unprofessional and and, and poking poking his employees and stealing money for bribes. That was unprofessional. And the thing is, and the thing is, we always knew this man was a pervert. We always knew. We always knew he was a pervert. And that's what it and it is what it is at that point. But the fact that you got motherfuckers here saying, oh, they're disappointed at Sasha Naomi. They left us hanging, or they left the fans On live TV. This motherfucker here has a whole scandal, a whole sex scandal, and not nobody say shit about it. Not near. television. We, we, we we'll get Michael Mr. McMahon, we're disappointed in you and your actions. No, nobody said that shit, though. And for whoever sat there and thought that this shit was okay to book Brock, Brock, Brock and Roman for a goddamn million times, and Roman's my boy, but I'm getting sick and tired of seeing this shit. I'm getting sick and tired of seeing this shit. I can't. My boy. So hey, yo, I can't. I can't. I can't. I now you good. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm just getting tired of seeing this matchup over and over and over. Cause Roman beat him twice, clean by the way. And here we off this bullshit again. Nope. 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 I seen somebody try to defend it, talking about some. Well, well, what would you do? Cause it's not like they have anybody else. And it's like, bro, this is where you need. Like, yo, I'm like this, man. What's the point of paying a whole creative division if none of them niggas is creative? Like, you got creative, <laughs> and none of them are creative. Like, how is it that you have not figured out one major way to literally just build a crazy-ass story, though? Like, it ain't hard. Like, it ain't hard, bro. Like, you can literally build a whole story around that shit. Or you know what? You could drop those over here, or those are done. Get that one? That's one right there? Or not even that. You have the creative, but you shoot every fucking thing down that they give you. Mm. Like it could be times where they have a really good idea, but like, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm not gonna say all the time, but it could be times where some shit could really be good, or it could be really be shitty. But you shoot everything down, you just go with your own idea anyway. That's fucking crazy. That's like hiring a coaching staff to help you coach, but then you sit there and don't listen to none of your coaching staff. Sounds about right. Well, he wants yes men, he don't want people to go against him. And so, that's the problem. Well, it bit him in the ass. It's going to continue biting him in the ass until, well, this should bit him in the ass. So let's see what happens with that. Hey, man, that's what happens when you think you're God, bro. I, I, I guess. The Brock Roman thing, you, you have Lashley oh, out here messing around with Austin Theory doing poses and shit. What's Drew McIntyre doing? Is he injured? He's facing Clash. He's facing Roman Clash at the castle, bro. That's why they could have just fucking did it earlier or some shit like that, or like I I see why they did did that with Drew at Clash of the Castle because that that's Europe. He's big over there in Scotland, whatever they're going to. So I get that part. But even with what they did with Riddle, you have Roman sit there, screw Riddle over on SmackDown. Then you could sit there and have that last man standing match with Riddle at SummerSlam. Let that man have at least that stage with Roman and sit there and build him up. 
Because oh, having Brock there, it's not going to do shit for anybody. Bro, that's what. Hey, but this, isn't that what I said uh, before? Like, um, I had said it prior to um, earlier today. And um, I was talking to Ray earlier, and I had said this shit to her before. Like, yo, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, Bamas could actually have a, uh, like, a story. Like, build that man up. So I'm like, like, yo, have him chase Roman. Like, all right, I got screwed over. Now I'm about to make sure I take all you motherfuckers down, especially considering they ain't even got, like, a, a baby face out there that's worth a damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, there isn't no true blue baby face out there that's nope. like, yo, we can get behind it. And being that Riddle could literally chase this man down and, you know, be the one to end the shit, it would be pretty dope. And you know what the worst part is? Is like they could really use Seth in this, and because he's a sneaky little conniving asshole, mm-hmm. they could really use Seth to like fuck over Roman, and then what's face would get the win. Like y'all, the what's the point of having Seth Rollins as this weird Joker motherfucker if you're not having to be having him be Joker as if you're not having him be an asshole if he's not utilizing this other shit because ain't nothing left. I'm not about to watch Brock with that one hair on his fucking head that he put in a fucking ponytail for the 40th fucking thousandth time. I'm bored of it. It's boring. I'm tired of his little ass voice. I'm tired of his little little dotty ass eyes. And I'm tired of that fucking ponytail. He needs to shave the fuck off. Well, um, it's, it's sad because we can't use stuff because they use stuff right now. They're going to replay the whole WrestleMania angle from a few years back. If Seth Instead of being that mania, it's going to be at SummerSlam. And do we need another cash-in during a Brock and Roman match? No, but it looks like that's what they're hinting towards. It, it looks like it. Yeah, because if Cody Cody looked like a cinch for the money in the bank, now it may be – now it could be, be either Riddle or Seth because now they're fighting each other. Who knows what that will happen with. But – it's gonna be Seth. We we know it's gonna be Seth with that money in the bank. All this pin, uh, all this Joker s bullshit gimmick stuff, the fucking with people's mind thing. It has to have a payoff at some time, because as of all, if you look at all his little feuds ever since he turned batshit crazy, he's lost most of them. Money in the bank is that guarantee I could fuck with you at any moment. And who's the biggest? Asshole to fuck with anybody. Seth fucking Rollins. Well, freaking Rollins. Whatever. I mean, Master Troy right about now. <laughs> he said Master Troy. Wow. <laughs> he is Master Troll right now. I'm telling That's you. True. And then he's the only one that Roman didn't really beat technically because Roman got DQ'd. Nah, I said this before. Yep. There's a, I thought it was going to continue. I thought you had at least another pay-per-view behind that for that. It was like, Roman I just stopped the story. That was it. Yep. That was so weird. I was like, and then Seth Rollins was just angry the next episode. And I was like, the you, fuck? You, had to deal with the, you had to deal with that Cody shit, bro. That was Cody weird. was coming. That was wait, that was that was Royal Rumble though. That was the Rumble. <laughs> they wild for that shit, eh? Well, what if like what if like if, if they're gonna dive into this Joker, like whatever, it would be great if like this started off a whole storyline for like the beginning and the end for Roman. Like just like one good feud that told the story that really just 
kind of drove him crazy, bro. And then from there, like, just have it to where, like, I ain't gonna say you have, like, a crazy Roman, but maybe you call him, like, a, like, like somebody who's just a little bit off their rockers. Just somebody who just doesn't trust nobody. He's angry. He's always ready to fight. And then that's just the beginning of the end because he turns his back on the fucking family, the bloodline, and all that shit. And it just, whoever beats him, it just comes to an end. But nah, that's never going to happen, unfortunately. But. Hmm. Well, I mean, not for nothing. We just have lack of, also, we just have lack of storylines in WWE. It's like, like we said before in the last podcast, it's just like darts on the board. I mean, we have Bobby Lashley and Theory squirting each other with baby oil. Like, fuck is that? That's that was your main event. Think about that. Yeah, that shit was trash. That was trash. And Ball put in so much work in the last two to three years that he should not be back competing for a mid-tier belt at all. Right. This man should be still trying to go after Roman to say something or like speak. I don't know. uh, The creative process is not creative, like you guys are saying. And it's a sinking ship unless they really try to save it at SummerSlam with something crazy and amazing. That's it. But they already have... That's their crazy moment. If Shane comes back after Stephanie had left but came back, and then Triple H left and came back, that'd be the most... Yo, (laughs) that would be wild as fuck. I wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, you know what? Fuck it. Why I'd rather you? Shane come back before Goldberg does. Oh, no. Why you say that man's name? Oh, you know Goldberg's coming back. Oh, man. See? You say his name, he's going to cut. You say his name three times, he's going to get a title shot. Yeah. So cut it out. You, SummerSlam is coming up. You know he's coming back. Come on now. Oh, you got to bring out them boots, them, them, them open bottom leg jeans. It's, it's time. Come on now. They're starting to rely on part-time. It's coming back. Brock's coming back. John is coming back. Come on now. You already know it's coming. Well, I mean, if it's John versus Theory, fine. John don't need the title. So, I mean, I guess he he could Theory could drop it to Lashley. And then, I don't know, Theory tries to cut a promo about John still and talking shit about Lashley. But John Cena actually comes out. But he's already announced to come out, what, 20 days from now or some shit? No. When is he? going to be at Texas next Monday. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's about to be some of the scene part two. Yeah. You know who they're gonna bring back? And I'm gonna hate every fucking moment of this. Uh fucking Undertaker, bro. Cause remember his never say never moment at his fucking induction or whatever. Watch his oh what ass gonna come the fuck back. Gonna be rolling in wheelchair. Sit in your rock, sit in your rocker and eat your goddamn fucking rice pudding, bro. Absolutely. You That's the rice pudding. <laughs> Not no. the rice pudding. He needs to just old ass down. Sick of this shit with him. I'm sick of all these old motherfuckers coming the fuck back. Why are you coming back for it? You sneeze, your hip is out. Not the right. What are we supposed to do? (laughs) (laughs) I I don't. But then, all right. What What would be the storylines y'all would go with with the roster that WWE has? Because AEW has too much of a roster. Now WWE has a small little pool of roster. Well, what is the cool idea? Feelings about that. So the idea they could do is if they're gonna keep all three shows, you gotta merge. You gotta merge the rosters. At least, at least start bringing in some new talent from NXT 2.0, 
Yep. Not gonna be a mainstay or feature, but just have them, have them come up and yep. have the other ones go down like they've been doing. I hear you in the background. Nope. Nope. Keep <laughs> nope. Cause that's the only yeah. type of consistency we getting right now from WWE. Nope. No, I like I like the NXT on Tuesdays. Like it's not that bad. They, they really do have consistency. But they don't have nothing. The, the main show is really down to nothing. They book themselves on over Roman. And they put all the apples on Cody and Cody Titty Pop. So now, <laughs> just gotta wait, man. Like, is there any other ways you guys could think of make any possible better storylines if we mix up the roster in a certain way? No. I, think, no. I think just no, it's the I, same match. The roster yeah. can mix the same five people for three years. Uh, I, think, only... I, I think. Go ahead. No, mine was a, mine was a petty one. Go ahead, Doc. I say mine's for last. Um, I was just going to say the only way you got to do it is just like you're going to have to build feuds. Like that's just all that's going to have to happen. Like I'm sorry. Like uh, I, I know niggas like Drew. That's perfectly fine. But like Drew lost a hundred times to Roman, and like seeing that match again, it does nothing for me. Unless, like I said in the group chat, unless Roman fucks Drew's Drew's woman or whatever. Like I don't like I don't. It ain't nothing there that I really care for. Build fuse with new characters that doesn't make any sense. Like yo, Riddle is everybody loves Riddle. Make him a face. Have him chase Roman. You know what I'm saying? Like have people actually be in feuds. Make the feuds interesting. Like these one offs is dumb. Like you, you can incorporate. Like you remember how like in like in the in a Nintendo 64 like uh, No Mercy days. Like you kind of be on the track of like a storyline. And then shit pops up that only adds to the story. Yeah. That needs to happen again. Like, like, there's no way for like, like again, like, there's no reason why like you can't find three, like a tag team and one other person to go against the bloodline and give that a great feud. There's no other reason why you can't have the women's championship and just have like a build up around Bianca and making her great and having her have these great ass matches to where unfortunately now that Rhea's in like injured, like she was definitely gonna take that off. Like I stand by that shit. Like Rhea was gonna win that match. But like now that she's hurt, build build Bianca unstoppable and hopefully Rhea could come back soon and then boom, like you there know. you go. This is the one person that can stop her. Like I don't I like it's just idea. certain things. I just go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Finish your statement. I was just no, talking. No, I, I, mean, no. I just no, realized was... something about that too, but go ahead. So mine was okay. So my idea is this is so out there, but I think it's the only thing to really add something to like the men and women's division because they want to do these dusty ass factions or whatever. So you have uh you have uh Bianca, you know in her match or whatever, right? But then you have the Usos versus the the Prophets. What are they called? Street Prophets. Street Prophets. Street Prophets, thank you. So you have the Street Prophets just fucking destroy the Usos, right? And then you have, I don't, you I, I need like a heavy hitter, like WWE star, like to come out and be like, this is the new faction and they go after Roman. That's the only thing I can really see where it's actually like super duper fucking interesting because if you actually see Montez, he's actually 
He's been cutting. He's put on a little bit of weight. Uh huh. He's been getting like real stocky. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So he honestly, he you could really create a faction with him as the head, Bianca right there, his homie, and then some random. Let's just put in another black person. Um, Cedric Alexander. Bobby Lashley. Yeah. Someone. <laughs> don't give a fuck. It doesn't matter. In there, <laughs> make them like a powerhouse, like all four of them. Who the fuck gonna beat them? Because we already know, like. If you, they could do something like that, are they going to do it? No. But that's the only thing I really feel like would bring life into the women's and men's division because you have Bianca as the head. Be like, okay, we need something, to, you know, we need someone who can fuck up Bianca. But then you're going to have like Montez around her be like, yeah, I'm a, y'all not going to come after it. I'm going to fuck with your woman or not. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fuck with the ref to make sure the ref can't see it. And then probably going to hit you behind, you know, do some petty ass shit like that. That's the only thing because it's like it will have to keep both sides on their toes. They need mm-hmm. something like that to since they want to do dusty ass factions, which I fucking hate. That's the mm-hmm. only thing I see. You know, yeah, literally the only. And if Carmella was to ever get that fucking title off of Bianca, my black ass will go to fucking I don't know where the fuck dusty ass Vince lives in California or something, <laughs> and I'm cutting off his fucking heart pacer. I'm not doing the shit no more. <laughs> to your point, though. <laughs> They could have had something like that when they still had the hurt business. They they fucked that up too early. The hurt business yeah, bloodline would have worked. That would have at least been something. You already, you already know when black people get too much notoriety. I know. They I know. Of course. That's why I said they fucked that up because now it's like I said, you have this whole powder keg with Roman and the Usos, and now you have nobody that could challenge you. You just throwing yeah, them, you had them the hurt together, right on the other show. and you had the hurt business right there, where they was at least one of the best things that you had during Raw during the whole pandemic, and y'all fucked that up. So that's that itself is on them. But I also notice what the women's division is; they're struggling with this now because for the first time in a long time, their main four stars that they normally built the roster around ain't here right about now. The mm-hmm. only one there is Becky. Charlotte's on her honeymoon. Bailey's still recovering. And Sasha's killing living her she, best she, life. So, she's fired slash punished. We don't know what the hell's going on. Right. So now you have the rest of the women's roster where you're like, okay, you don't know what the fuck to do with them. You just now remember Natalia's one on that roster. So now you're facing her with a Ronda Rousey. So that's for me. Then, yeah. then you have Car- honestly... I had a feeling Carmella was going to win that match as soon as I saw it in the shit. I think mm-hmm. Liv should have won it at that point because it would have been too soon to have her face Alexa. And I already knew Oscar and Becky were still going to have their little feud going on. So I really think Liv should have did it. But Carmella win, that, that shit does surprise me. But at this point, she's just a placeholder. So that's not a real, you know, that's not a real shocker to me either. But now they realize they have a depleted women's roster. That they have nobody to do with. You didn't build nobody up to the point where at least gonna look like a credible threat to Bianca, other than Rhea at this point, maybe Oscar too. But now you realize you're in flux and you have nothing you can do on top of your whole mm-hmm. quote unquote CEO having these scandals. So now you're in this whole dynamic where you don't know what the fuck to do. You ain't built nobody up enough and you don't have no reason why your fans should really care about what the hell they're watching. I'm going to be real, what they should do for real, for real, for real. Well, I'll give you two things. One, I feel like what they should do, honestly, man, is, Joe, just give the, just give the shit a break, man. In whatever's happening throughout the year, cancel shit, until y'all get shit together, man. Because this continuous, like, oh, we got to provide a show and all that, 
nah, yo, break contracts, do what you gotta do. But y'all gotta get y'all shit together, man. Because right now y'all just putting out piss poor bullshit, and the only people that's eating it up is the people that will defend them. If Vince McMahon literally got on there and took a massive shit on live TV, and they just explain it away as it's Vince logic or whatever the fuck. But mm-hmm. since they won't do that, there is a way to bring back the hurt business. They should, but there is a way to do it. Like you I got, got you. Like, I got you. I got you. Like, like you got, like you got four people already in in the bloodline with with Sami Zayn. Hey, Bro, we like, don't acknowledge him. We don't acknowledge him. Hey, look, man, look. Mm-mm. I'm just saying he's Listen. there. I'm just saying. I'm he's just saying oops, for the purposes. Man. I'm just saying for the purposes of you just said like, he alone. Yeah, just for the purposes of this shit, because there's nothing happening. Like having to where like they for whatever reason get attacked or whatever, and they just have to come together to fight a common goal. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And just have that be the hurt business versus the bloodline. And that way you get your you get this greatness that would have been, but that um, that also is never going to happen to you. It's so stupid, man. The fact uh, that you're just they acknowledging also need to stop doing this. Yeah. Oh, Hold on. You go ahead, bro. No, I was just saying, the fact that y'all acknowledge him as a oops. I'm, I'm, I'm not I'm finding hilarious. Yeah. Like, that, that, that tickles my funny. because it, it, It's just hilarious. See, like, what's was good, oops? No, God, no. <laughs> no, that has no That's seasoning okay. whatsoever. That's you know, it's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like the white nah, kid who comes, who comes to the who comes nah, to the Spanish party and be like, Wepa. Nah, we, we don't acknowledge that. We don't acknowledge it's that. It's so cringy. You gotta laugh at it. It's cringy as shit. Though. Nah, it's no, no, we don't acknowledge him at all. But nah, honestly, also what 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 the what the eating stop um, doing is they also need to stop having a title contenders match with the champion so they can face the champion next week for the title. Oh my god, yes. Please stop that shit. How do, you can't have tournaments, you can't have like a fucking point system win loss fucking thing, try something like AEW's doing something like that. Or, no. Or or just have the old school, I'm gonna pop on you to to you. I got your attention. Now you're gonna give me a title match. I'm gonna interfere in every one of your matches. When I see you backstage, I'm gonna snuff you. When we in a matchup with cheat, like the old school shit, like like if you just keep it simple, also yo, realistic shit. Like yo, wait, did Stone Cold do that one episode? He just beat the shit out of everybody until he, until he made Vince give him a match or some shit. Yes, he did. he did. <laughs> yes, the he did. Episode. Like <laughs> harassing harassing the boss until you get your title match. Yeah, I missed them shits too. <laughs> yo, it was it was storyline. It was story driven and. You know, good storytelling helps to sell the fucking matches and it helps me care about the match and helps me think more about the match. Like Carmelo versus Bianca, I'm like, this is a foregone conclusion and y'all better not fuck it up. (laughs) Go the other way with it. No. That's sad to the point where every time Bianca wrestles, we have to worry if she's going to retain her title or not. I know know why we feel that way because after that screw job they did. that's, That's crazy. Right. But it... But now her and Becky will constantly have that storyline going in. So if Becky is ever clashing with Bianca, you're like, oh, shit, if, you know, she hits that manhandle slam, whatever, oh, no, she might get the, you know, that match, 
when they opened that match, <clears throat> that last baby with the three of them, was, all three of them, it was on my, I was at the edge of my seat because it's like, yo, is she really going to hit the manhandle slam and fucking win this shit? Are you kidding me? And then, no, it didn't happen like that. So, you know, it, it was good storytelling there. Because as soon as she hit it, you're like, oh, fuck. Is she going to do a SummerSlam shit and screw her over? Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Though. But the storytelling. happened again. It better not. You're tired, you tired of Becky, bro. You need to do something, bro. You, you, you love trying to be like your, your, like your husband. And that shit ain't cute, bro. We don't oh. need a female Seth Rollins out here. Oh, so... um. She really acted like that man too. That's a crazy boy. <laughs> she really acted like that. So, so, so somebody brought up Charlotte Flair. Um, so she's come. She might be coming back in August. Yeah, that's in time for SummerSlam, I believe. You still, again, you still back in that same predicament because you build it around the same people. You don't right. have the people that build you there, but now you're still bringing building your roster around the same people. Oh yeah. You so know, you're still back to square one. You know what's a you know what's a highway robbery? The money they paid Ronda Rousey because that shit is not paying off. I'm sorry. <sighs> that shit is nah. not paying off. That's because you yeah. have nobody that can make it good for her. Like, like when she first came, she had people there that could help build that story. Because based on her, nah, it ain't building shit. But there is nobody there. The same players that would be great to put her up against, it ain't there. You can only go by name alone. Like, I honestly forgot she was there. <laughs> I did she, like, she Didn't I say this, though? Remember when I said this, though? This, this would be a waste of fucking time? That she's not going to do yeah. anything? She's fucking boring and she's forgettable? Okay, I just want to make sure that's on record. That's all. I mean, we, we never denied that you said it. <laughs> No, 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 I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, don't, that. don't take it from her. She can really fight, but when it comes to this business, she's not a sports entertainer. There you go. That's the word of the day. Yeah. You're not a sports entertainer. She just needs a mouthpiece for it. That's all she needs. <laughs> That's what she said. Mm. That made her shit decent. Ain't there no more. You know what I'm saying? So it's pretty fucking sad and stupid. And we also can't get everybody a Paul Heyman. I mean, that's true, too. Like, Paul Heyman is pretty busy. But, man, that's why I don't understand why they just did that to the Hurt Business, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, the Hurt Business was good. It was Black Private Suits. Like, that was a whole different wave. Like, and for no reason. You got, you got MVP with Omos. And that's yeah, just that make injured. Sense, bro. Cedric's injured. No, not Cedric. Um, Shelton. This dude. Um, yeah, Shelton's Shelton. injured. And you got Cedric getting beat up by anybody, anyone, every week. He can't catch a W to save his life. <clears throat> nope. And then wait, what is going on with? Speaking of which, what the what the hell what happened with Judgment Day? Is that just done now? Because they don't have. Uh, Ray Ripley, because I heard Finn got shifted I, to main event. 
That's crazy. Yo, what hungry. the fuck is going on with these niggas? Over here? Oh, this is what I'm saying, bro. Like, Yo, what is wrong with the fuck of removing drugs from the shit if you was just not going to do anything with it? Like, I don't get these niggas. I swear I don't. I'm t- I, I was completely baffled when somebody was like, yo, Finn Balor's on, uh, on main event. I mean, I, I was like, yo, maybe he just popped up and then like did, wanted to fuck with somebody. Nah, he... Who did he did... wrestle? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. Hey, Ray Mysterio, because that's who else is on main event. <laughs> yeah, right? I, t- I heard about that too. <laughs> Bro, this it made no sense. Um, They took on the Mysterios. Okay, yeah, there you go. It headlined by... Oh, a- see? Yeah. Wait, hold on. This week's edition of the Network Exclusive opened with the tag match of Finn Balor and Damian Priest of Judgment Day that took on the Mysterios. They oh, so have... it's still Judgment Day. Okay. Okay, so they are. Day. They are. But they got demoted, I guess. Oh, they, uh... you know what that probably was? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to assume. I could be wrong. Okay. That's probably one of those things where they put them on a show where nobody watches just to gauge fan reaction. That's probably what that was. Oh, because that's if that's their first match teaming up together, I'm guessing that is. They're probably seeing how the fans took to it on main event. Because other than that, we already know Finn could go and Damien isn't bad in the ring either. So I'm assuming that's what that was. I ain't gonna say that was a whole demotion, even though I know they've been treating Finn like shit for the god knows how long, but that's too soon to sit there. Oh yeah, the Liberties one. Anyway, that's too soon to sit there and shut that shit off mm. without really taking off, but no events in these motherfuckers. Who knows? Would you like to hear the main event of the of that show? By all means, go ahead. I'm pretty sure it's stupid, but go ahead. Dewdrop versus Dana Brooke for the 24 seven championship. <laughs> okay, wait. Actually, I, we need to talk about this. What the fuck? <laughs> we need to talk about Dana Brooke for a second because I don't give a fuck what anyone says. Dana Brooke should have been one of their top fucking women wrestling stars she had everything she was literally just a condensed version of charlotte but right. curvier with the actual curves because we all know charlotte's built like a, a brick mm-hmm. she don't got no waist anyway wh- why would you not utilize her because she's a fucking powerhouse before whatever happened with her you know I don't want to say that she lost weight. Hopefully it wasn't a medical thing, you know, and she just decided to slim down. But before she lost like her muscle, whatever, she could really do some damage in the fucking ring. To what, Dana Brooke? Yeah. Oh, yeah, when she was Charlotte. I remember remember when she was playing Charlotte's assistant. Remember that? Yeah. When she was a Charlotte, I thought they was going to push her to the moon after that shit. It doesn't make sense. She is blonde somewhat attractive in the face and got a nice body. What? What is it? Vince should have been jerking off to that. I'm sorry, to <laughs> Dana Brooke? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I, I, I keep my opinions to Dana Brooke myself. You can say whatever you want. It don't matter. <laughs> now, what you got to say, Duck? Because now I need to know. Yeah, right? Well, hello? Uh, nah, Dana, cool. I just... I ain't gonna sit there and say she's some workhorse, but she cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got no beef. It's just that 
I got it right. She's not entertaining, bro. Like, I'm sorry. What WWE has, what WWE has is a bunch of, what they have is a bunch of side players, but they don't have, or role players, they don't have any stars. This is the problem that is creating this problem that we have. There's no standouts outside of what? Roman, Riddle, Randy, Seth, Seth, and Bobby eight months ago. And then, and then, as far as women like Sasha, Naomi, Charlotte, like they, they were some standouts, right there. Bianca's a standout; she has a very unique look. Uh, the Oscars a standout, so we got a few. But like, it's like I guess it's like what Ram said, right? So my issue with Dana is like she is good in ring. The issue is let's just say you do give her the belt, right? And let's just make her champion. Then what? How entertaining is she going to be? How much is she going to be able to really make a match? I'm not making a match, a few interesting. Now, don't get me wrong again. I fully am aware that there's other women that are the same as well. I'm not going to deny that. But I think I, I think if they build her up to be a powerhouse, you know, instead of her having her do these fucking dumbass but, fucking Okay, I'm not going to. I'm not bashing the 24/7 title, but Dana Brooks could literally go back to being a badass bitch who can bench press fucking anyone. She could go toe to toe for Bianca back in the day when she was actually, you know, had that weight on her. She could go toe to toe. That would have been a very interesting match to fucking see. You know what I mean? If if you go back to that, that would be fucking amazing. But now you're just having her. Ain't nothing left. I'm with you. I agree. They need to. I feel like what they need to do is just have her going around beating women up, bro. Like, like yo, don't make her heel. Don't make her a face. Just make her a yo. I'm like yo. Everybody out here, you got Bama's quitting out here. You got Bama's just holding on to the belt. You got Bama's sneaking, trying to steal belts. Man, damn all that. I'm just here to beat. So all we need is a bunch of great Nah, we just need we just need Dana Brooke to be like a stone cold and just beat the shit out of all the women until she can get a match. Beat the shit out of Bianca, take that shit off, and just have her be like, all right, now who wants to come catch these hands? No Braun Strowman. But who just wants to fight, bro? Now like, imagine I if you book these polls. Right. If you would book her somewhat like how she presents herself, because she does she does the flex with her arms. You know, we knew she's strong. She was she was in um competitions for weightlifting and all this stuff, but yet the only mm-hmm. ti- the only title she's ever won was the twenty four seven title. Meanwhile, somebody half her size, Alexa Bliss, has won the title five times: three for Raw, one SmackDown, and two for SmackDown. But there's a gimmick. But Alexa Bliss, I won't even say it's a gimmick. Alexa Bliss is just. Every ashy motherfucker's wet dream. Like that's just all it is. She's uh, she's the girl next door. She's the girl next door that's blonde. She's cute. She's petite. She you know she has a pretty smile, but then she can be bitchy at times. So she hits a whole bunch of and she twerks of of demographics. Oh and she, she's moving all back. Why you? <laughs> right. All she was doing, all she was doing, was letting the backbone slip, bro. 
But yeah, back she built like a fucking a deck card. Stop playing with me, bro. She got no ass. I was, I was, I was joking. Yo, everybody was like, like whoa. Hey, yo, my man do that shit out there like, yo, this shit's in the land. <laughs> <laughs> I said, this shit's in the land, bro. Niggas like, what? I know. What? I ain't shit. I ain't shit. <laughs> but yeah, like, I'm with you. Like, and, and like you said to Ray's point, like, Dana Brooke is also beautiful as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like, she ain't ugly. You know what I'm saying? Like she's also attracted to muscular. Mm-hmm. A lot of motherfuckers can't handle that or see that. And you know what I'm saying? So it's it's just a lot, though. And I they just I don't know. Like they need to, like you said, just start putting their eggs in different baskets, bro. Cause this is this the most TV time Dana Brooks been getting since she was with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. That's the crazy part to me. Like y'all really not need it, bro. Could you imagine if she had the twenty four seven and the women's title? Since we can make Roman Reigns the two belt champ, why not make her the two belt champ as well? Got nothing I mean, to for, this for for I understand why they just don't take the belt and just make it a twenty four seven. Just one time, something interesting. Yeah, yo, we're about to make this belt. Anybody can go for it. You got a week. Don't don't make it a joke, but make it interesting, yo. Like let's see some champions survive this shit. Because they trying to do that shit. Because like, it's like, at this point. But no, I was saying they doing the same thing. Remember when okay, bro. To, um have the hardcore title? Right. Yeah. And- Take that shit from him, and it was like in a comedic way, but it was a title that everybody was chasing him after. The twenty four seven title, like a light version of that. They should bring back the hardcore twenty four seven title. I mean, I wouldn't be against it. Bring back the hardcore title, just having those types of segments. I'm sure they could take a trash can lid to the head or some shit like that. Right. Oh man. <clears throat> so like, so we'll, let's go to where Duck was saying from earlier. From in your opinion, what makes good storytelling? There's a topic he wanted to discuss with us, and um, like Rem, what do you feel like is good storytelling within wrestling? Rim. <laughs> <laughs> Solomon, <laughs> Clutch, what do you feel? Yep. Like? Oh, see, what do you feel like it makes actually good storytelling and wrestling? What, 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 what hits you? What, what makes it good to watch and get invested in? Mainly something that, as you just pretty much said it, that something that has the fans invested. It can't just be a storytelling where it's just something thrown together and there's no payoff at the end of it. If you see where I'm like, you see what I'm saying? Like, Sometimes you look at MJF and Wardlow mm. with their thing they just had, right? It's one of those simple stories where one person gets fed up being by under the other, the other's an asshole, and you want to see the asshole get beat, and you sit there and you pull for it. It was simple, and it was investing because it was something where MJF being the hill he is, you want to see him get his ass beat. 
Warlow becoming a lovable face, you want to see beat MJS ass. So sometimes I think it's just a matter of having a storyline where it has a direct, direct like end and payoff, mm-hmm. and something that way it don't have to be over the top, but it's simple. Now, if you can do something a little complicated and a little complex, cool, by all means. But if it's something simple and has a direct payoff at the end of it, where let's say this person is becomes the number one contender, right? Mm-hmm. Or then they sit there and they go into the next stratosphere of facing for a world title. There's something there. Look at the United States title and the Intercontinental title. Those used to be, I don't want to say stepping stones, but they used to be titles where you won that, you had for a couple months, and then you ended up going for the world heavyweight title. Or if you wasn't, you was a constant mid-carder champion. So, and there was always a payoff at the end of this. So I think a storyline just has to have a payoff and it has to be simple. And then that's it. You're good. And investment. You got those three, you should be fine. Go ahead, uh, Duck. Uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, for me, uh, I just want to, I guess, say um, this all came from a TikTok. Uh, the guy basically, um, long story short, he built up a G1 and 2K. And I don't know if this was done on purpose or whatever, but it did certain things that added to a story. And um, it's, he added little things that he really brought up to add to the story. Like a perfect example, and I'll give you the example he used. So he had two wrestlers go against each other. In this first particular match, they fought, and he got reversed. He went for a finish the move and got reversed consistently before he could hit his finish. He never hit it, but he lost. In the second match, they fought. The guy that got his moves reversed won, but he never, he barely won. He got down to the last second and won. However, he never used his finisher that he got reversed on because he was scared because he always got reversed. Now, as the match continues on, as these two characters continue on, the guy that he went against, his finishing move elevated to where it's now off the top rope. It's basically like a snapmare suplex or whatever. And he did it off the rope, so it got elevated. So when they met up for the third again, it was still there. That story was still there and it was still continuing. And the guy ultimately who got his moves reversed won because he hit him with the finished move that he was never able to hit him with. So he got his payoff because he was able to get his revenge. He got over his fear. And even though his opponent got stronger, he was able to overcome that. So I think adding little little key bits here and there as to the story, you know, like, oh, these people been in a feud. You've never beat this person. So it makes it interesting. Like, yo, is this person going to win today? Is this person not going to win today? All right, this person lost to this. Is he Is he, Is he? he scouting the finishing move? Is he going to fall for it again? You know what I'm saying? Little things add to it. And, well, that's that. It's mostly just adding little things to tell your story. That can always make it great. And like Clutch said, making sure you have a nice payoff at the end because what's the point of telling the story if, again, the story just doesn't end correctly or there is no... That's it. I'm done. Oh, no, that's good. <clears throat> I think 
I like what you're saying about the finisher thing because they do that in New Japan. And Clutch, you know this more than anybody. It's um if Kenny Omega hits that one winged angel, that match is done. It's it's game over. Okada, mm-hmm. if he if he lets his his grip slip from your wrist, he doesn't hit that third that second and third one, he might <laughs> be losing this match. And it, it, they've always done it with the finishers where if they hit it, it's more of a edge of your seat kind of thing. But they've always kept a linear thing of if Kenny hits it, that's it. If this guy hits it, that's, you know, we're done for. But the finishers, but that's making important, making the finisher important. Baron Corbin never got never. Nobody kicked out until Drew McIntyre. That could have helped build more into their storyline. That he never, that um, court nobody's kicked out of Corbin's end of days, and that was long years, years. Nobody's ever kicked out of him. That could have added to the whole Drew McIntyre versus Corbin thing, and let Corbin hit it, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, he's not gonna get." And, but Drew McIntyre gets up, adds to the storyline, adds to the suspense. Uh, Ray, you have anything else to add? add? Uh, I think believability. Um is definitely very important because for me, like, I understand, like, oh, you know, they 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 have their faces that they like to put over and whatsoever, and that's fine. But when you have such a big difference in, like, skill level or weight or something, and the underdog who hasn't wrestled and maybe, like, two years comes back and win it kind of diminishes the person who's been putting in their work um while the other person was away um kind of makes them seem like a weak individual it's kind of like damn you can't handle it's kind of like if your grandpa right you and your grandpa was a boxing right and he hasn't picked up gloves in like 45 years he got cataracts he comes and tko's your ass Bro, you look like a weak-ass bitch. You look like you can't beat yourself out of a fucking paper bag at this point. Like, actually making it so, like, if you do lose to somebody, you know, they actually go back and train, and they go back and learn the other person, and they put the time and effort to become a better wrestler. That will make it believable on both sides that, damn, this is an actually good matchup. Damn, they actually put in the effort. We don't know who's gonna win because so and so strong as fuck, but so and so done their research and you know put in that extra effort and kind of did some fucked up ass shit that helped them. That, in my opinion, would make make things so much better. Rim, do you want to add anything to that? I'll try to get him again. <laughs> Hey, my bad. What was, what was the question again? I was thinking clean. I was right. listening, but no. Okay, it's um storytelling. What to you makes good, great storytelling for wrestling within wrestling? What what helps you feel like you're part of the story? You want to hear the rest of it? I, I like it. I like stories when I feel I can get invested. When it's like one long term storytelling is great. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And two, it's just basically make it believable like like if I'm watching something I don't want to sit here and play like like for instance I gotta use an example from the Mayweather pay-per-view when he had a big show listen bro 
I know in my right mind. Ain't no Floyd Mayweather. Floyd not walking no ring and punching Paul White in the face and really winning in real life. I don't care. Like, you know what I mean? But when 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 it's enticing how it was like in the late nineties and the early two thousands when they would interact with each other and they would purposely do things to each other that that will make you want to see the end of where's it's gonna end up. Like I'm gonna antagonize you for a few, you antagonize me, you can steal something from my locker space, I come running your house and slap you up in front of your family. You like, okay, I can't wait till this match makes it to the ring. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, yo, the slap the damn with the family one was that that'd be some real that'd be some real real heel shit to do. Yeah, like like make, make it borderline where 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 it's entertaining and somewhat believable. Oh, like, like okay, we blend the workplace together. Yeah, like like blur the lines for me. I love that type of shit. You know what I mean? Like like treat it like we in the streets. Like I right, I don't like this coworker of mine. He keep talking that smack. They're not giving me a match with this guy because he's scared. But every time I try to get to him, he got his goons and his lackeys jumping me. Say less. I'm going to one-up him. I'm going to punch his brother in the face. Like, do things like that. Like, hey, you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, man. We got to, yo, I want Ribbon to charge of creative right now. <laughs> you got to have everybody beating up everybody's family members and shit on TV. <laughs> Let's I'm go. I'm telling you. That would work. Oh, fuck. Nah, blurring the lines helps a lot. I mean, look what happened well, with I'm MJF. Still, I'm still laughing from back in the day, and when 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 it was Stone Cold who threw the rocks belt into the lake, right? The river. Yeah, yeah, like like yeah. things like that. Like like I you know, I was at I was I watched it at home when I went home when I went to school the next day. I'm like, yo, that was wild. I wish a nigga would grab my book bag and toss it to the lake like that. We're gonna have some issues. Like you know what I mean? Wait, did, Bro, think, did, did the rock throw then Stone Cold over the bridge? Who got thrown into the water? Yeah, Stone oh, okay. Cold did from that. No, it wasn't the rock. <laughs> I just remember that shit was wild. And it, they did the camera cut so good. You're like, oh shit, what the fuck? Oh man. The only reason why I don't like the MGF situation because it touches too close to that Sasha and Naomi situation. Like, I find it was corny. Unless he's really getting fired and he really left, yeah, cool. But if you're just doing it for likes or doing it for for shock value, that shit corny because these two women really just lost their job for no damn reason. But we got Vinnie Mac pedophile out here doing what he wants. But it's what it is, man. I mean, and then he... on top of that, bro, like mm-hmm. on top of that, like um, like it was just kind of whack as well. Like the fact that they haven't done nothing with it, like they just said it, and then that's just kind of been it. Yeah. Well, we're, we're remember what happened. What. They had the, they had those from corporate be in the audience who are also partnered up with AEW, and the the heads were there, and then they were uh-huh. there for it, and they weren't having it. They were like, um, no, you got to pull his stuff from TV and everything like that. He's not he's not listed anywhere unless he shows up to this forbidden door, and or and then if they don't if he doesn't show up to this pay per view and anything else like two week three weeks after it, like I'm gonna say he's done. And then that shit, that's real shit. Where you gonna go? I don't know because you're gonna be a watered down, you're gonna be Mike the Miz part two in fucking WWE. So I don't know, bro. Nah, I ain't gonna be like the Miz because I don't like the Miz is better on the mic to me, yo. Like MJF for real, for real. But Amazon like him because 
if the Miz was unrestricted on the mic, it would just be MJF. MJF just gets denied because he can actually curse and say what he wants to say. Right. And, and I'm still, like, and then, like, on top of that, for real, for this, like, everybody was horny off of this whole, like, pipe bomb-esque thing that he did. I don't even think it was that great for real, for real. It was cool. It was a good moment. But what he said was kind of whack, you know, like, would you like me better if I was an ex-WWE guy? Yeah, yeah. basically what, what, what he was saying is basically <laughs> he was saying everything we talk about every week. Hey, yo, Tony, you keep hiring all these people over here. You're going to make your homegrown talent feel a certain type of way, man. And, and I, under- I understand where he was coming from. Like, I, I get it. It's just that it was still whack, bro, because it's like... We don't need a pipe bomb to set up your feud with the pipe bomber. Right, like the pipe, right, and like at least with the pipe bomb, something good came out of it. You know what I'm saying? He did that while John Cena was in, in the ring, knocked out, unconscious, or whatever he was. Yeah. He got that match, got the belt. And they ain't even mentioning it, dude. Like, it's just dead ass, like. It, well, yeah, it, it just happened. happened, and that was the end of it. It just happened, and that was it. It's like, cut the commercial. Right, and even if he do come back, can we honestly say we would care? Like, really, like, would we really genuinely give a shit? Oh, it's Maxwell. Hi, <laughs> Maxwell. <laughs> hey, Max, what's up? Just... Right. Hey, what oh, you... Maxwell's back. Well, they... fortunate. Well, I mean, either he comes out and beats the shit out of Tony Khan, or, you know, I, I don't know what you can do with him coming back. Like, because... My name's not Tony. It's Mr. McCon to you. Oh shit. Yo. Oh, oh nah. That's wild. Yo. Tony just gonna be like, yo, I could buy and sell a bunch of you, motherfucker. Get out of here. Start calling hard on him. Unless they're doing something like that, like this is really long term shit. And Tony he's gonna go after Tony in some way. There's what do you do after this? He can't just come back and be like, all right, I'm just going to have a match. If they want to do that, he should have been just trying to sabotage the whole show. Like the WrestleMania right. night video game. Sabotage the whole fucking show. But for me, a face would have to do that, though. He, I think NJF could play the face, but he have to be a face to do that. Yeah, it ain't happening right now. No, with no, none of the faces AEW has, I don't think that's going to happen right now. I mean... Only Daniel Bryan can really just fucking steal the whole show the entire time and be like, whatever. I'll, I'm gonna kick somebody's teeth in every time I come out. And he just be shut up. up and hit it. <laughs> <Word. That> was, <laughs> I think that'd be the only way if he wants to stick it to him. Like, all right, I'm gonna just fuck up your whole show until you pay me and keep it pushing. See, that's something you could do right there. But like I said, you would have to be a face for that. Yo, it'd be funny if you just had MJF, but he's like watching the show, but he he locks himself into like the the camera thing, the camera truck, and he's just commenting mad loud on the screen about everything that's happening. Oh, that was a bullshit. Everybody dude. mid. <laughs> Word. Mid. mid. <laughs> oh, what are you cheering for, Marks? Shut up. <laughs> like, bro. He's just insulting people the entire time until they drag him out or something like fuck up the show, fuck up something. The storyline just deadpanned, and then now we just have Wardlow. Uh, I I guess going after Scorpio Sky. 
As he should. I thought Wardlow was number one. As he should. No, who? What the fuck? What? Where is this ranking system going? It's going nowhere. They know how to rank. No, Warlow challenged him because he um he said they said he's not ready to go after the world title yet. Oh, okay. I know that's that's obviously that ploy, like not to rush him too quick, which is mm-hmm. cool. But him going after Scorpio Sky would make sense. I kind of torn because I do want Scorpio to hold that title a little bit longer. That's that's uh-huh. my yeah. All right. I mean, that's Grant's. I mean, it's Wardlow. He is carrying himself a lot better. Storyline-wise, him and Scorpio Sky, you have Dan Lampert to help with that storyline. So that helps. Like Dan Lampert to... come true, though. Huh? <laughs> I can't hold my prediction to come true, though. Restate your prediction, please. Warlow will win the title before MJF would. Mm-hmm. That's that's literally where it's going. It's on par. So you're not you're not far from it. I mean, hey, my, Tony Khan might pull that right after Forbidden Door because Wardlow's not a part of that pay-per-view. But what do you do? You set up a nice big title match, Scorpio Sky and Wardlow, for the next week or Wednesday or Rampage, wherever you want to put it. And now I want to see Wardlow fighting big dude, bigger dudes too, along with the smaller guys. Wardlow versus Keith Lee. Wardlow versus Luchasaur. Wardlow versus Christian Cage. Fuck, do all that shit. The man's got big, he's got talent, he's got size, and he's got speed. You got your own little kind of, not Brock Lesnar, no, 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 not that big. But you got something going here. Don't fuck it up. Don't fuck up the story. That's all I'm going to say. All I'm going to say. What do, you, oh, what do you guys think about this Mid-Atlantic title? How do you feel about it? It's their version of the Intercontinental title. They already have the TNT TBS title. Lord, I forgot what the name is. TBS. It looks nice, except Japan's not in the Atlantic. If I'm not mistaken. I think it's in the other. <laughs> I don't know. Is it Japan in the East? Yeah, right? No. It's, yeah, I don't. It doesn't matter. We're getting good matches from it. That's all I want. And I hope Miro actually wins. So, because that man, he's the redeemer, God's chosen one. I don't know. But um, thank you guys for commenting about the storylines and anything. Did anybody have like a fuckums to give before we uh, close oh. it out for today? Yeah, one more, one more, one more. Oh, okay. uh, yeah. That bullshit with Kristen Cage turning here for that? Fu- yeah, yeah, there's that fucking for that, too. Because I knew that shit was coming. I sl- oh, I hear this one. Fuck Thunder Rosa, too. She's starting to piss me off. But then again, she's been pissing me off. But y'all already knew that, though. But yeah. Oh, Poppy, I'm not stiff for my wrestling. Watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, oh. Ray or Duck or Rim, do you have any extra fuckums? A, a fuckum to start and a fuckum to end it. Man, fuck you if you ain't listening to this podcast. Eat a bag of dicks too. How about that? Oh my god! Oh, wow, man, no bullshit. Wow, if you don't listen to this podcast. You some, use some ass, bro. Wow, <laughs> that was bozos. That was direct. That was really aggressive. Right, Ray. It's Harlem, baby. Ray Day, anything you want to say? Uh, they better continue letting Last Legends be great. And if they don't, their mom's a hoe. Oh, wow. Have they been oh, letting her God. wrestle at all? She, she just wrestled last night. She beat the shit out of Alba Fire. She ain't yeah, win the match. Last Legends is on a roll right now. And I, I'm, oh, I'm about to go back and watch that match. Let's, uh, let's continue it. All right. All right. Cool. 
So you that, take an L, so that's a good thing. Yeah, that's a very good thing. She's elevating herself. As long as you elevate and you keep building yourself up to be better in the ring, more power to you all the time. Mayanne, I'm only letting her win because Nikita Lyons out, but we're not going to talk about that. Yeah, I heard they bring her back to Trump Turkey. Trump Turkey? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no, Trump twerker! Not the Trump twerker! Oh no, um, Budiani, Shago <laughs> Haromo. Oh my god! So let me say this though, real quick. Um, Dashing D wanted to let everybody know Project Codename Wrestling Summer Clash will be held in August. We hope that anybody can be there for that. He's gonna give me further details down the line when it's closer to that date. Thank you, Dashing D, and anytime you want to be on the podcast, we always welcome you. Um, don't always look out for Rim and Rim Rock's kitchen. Uh, you give them your address and the phone number, Rick. Rick, Rick, Rim. Rick. Hi, uh, my name is Rick. I'm Rim's alternate ego. I'm Rim's brother. I'm Rim's younger brother, Rick. When my brother's busy cooking, I'm here doing promos. Come to Rim Rock's, not Rick Rock's, it's Rim Rock's fried chicken, 117 Finn Street. Crystal match. We got fried chicken. And our special of the week is pulled pork over mac and cheese. Thank you, everybody. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been War Wrestling Alliance Radio. Peace and be always be safe. Peace.